right, greetings everyone, and welcome to episode 11, <clears throat> season 2 of the Universal Freemason Podcast. I am your host, J.T. Asher. I am president and founder of the Universal Freemason Research Society, which is a nonprofit educational organization dedicated to improving society by teaching Masonic philosophies to everyone who has interest in using these philosophies to improve themselves. The Tyler has been dismissed, and this podcast is open to all. There are no secrets here. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. What, what an interesting few weeks uh, this has been. And it seems like that we could say that all the way from the first of last year into this year, right? So uh, uh, the world, we've been having some problems, of course, across the world and uh, uh, here at the Asher household as well. Uh, if you have subscribed to the newsletter that we have now at um, jtasher.substack.com, uh, you do know that I've just finished summer semester here. Um, I've been writing a couple of papers for my comparative politics class and uh, been helping my wife through some medical issues as well as keeping a full-time job. <laughs> um, so I've delayed production on the podcast a bit while we get back on our feet here. Um, so thanks for the patience. And uh, thank you for over just about 650 plays of the last episode, Freemasonry is Not a Religion. Uh, that's the highest played podcast episode yet. And I appreciate you uh, playing that and listening to that while we've gotten our act together here. Uh, I just started fall semester uh, where I'm taking an interpersonal communication class and also intro to criminal justice. So uh, I've upped my semester time to half time now, uh, uh, six credits. Um, and those two classes will complete my non-math requirements for my political science degree. So I'll use one more semester after that to solely learn and pass math classes, which is my weakest subject. <laughs> um, you know, and it's not really the math that's weak for me. I can do, uh, let's say, business math and things like that. But the algebra and things like that that they want you to comprehend in college, sometimes... The, my opinion is it's wasteful, but in another way, I can see how it does open that kind of facet of your mind, I, I guess. Anyway, I'll have to do it, and I will do it, and I'll get through it, and we'll, I'll get that passed on in a different semester. But I'm concentrating right now on all of the non-math things um, uh, where writing is uh, writing and critical thinking are key. And that's always where I've excelled anyway. So, uh, but anyway, I'm inspired and excited to, to keep going with that. So, uh, onward and upward, right? And uh, on the world news front, I, you know, I want to acknowledge the 
sacrifices being made in Afghanistan with our military there. Uh, there's very scary times there as they try to get people to safety at their own peril. Um, so let's just keep them in our thoughts as they as they go through that and evacuate people. And uh, not related to Afghanistan totally, but I, I want to encourage anyone listening to my voice right now to please, 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 please get vaccinated for COVID. Get your booster shots when you're uh, supposed to as well. Wear a mask in public. Uh, do everything that we can to take care of each other. Please. Um, I really want us to all get through this and get back to what we can call what looks like normal anyway. Also, I want to uh, just give a shout out to our people in Louisiana today. The hurricane hit earlier today. This is Sunday, the 29th of August, as I record this podcast. Um, keep them in your thoughts as well, and I hope that we can get through that. Okay. And uh, on a lighter note, um, guess what? We have uh, been offered another sponsorship from Anchor Podcast app. I haven't recorded the new commercial for them yet, but I appreciate the opportunity for them to team back up with us. Uh, I think I mentioned to you all before uh, that they did pay us uh, one penny per play uh, so we made about $52 when they were our sponsor there in about a year. And as I, as I told everybody, that pays more than, a little bit more than pays for our business license and things that we need to do to keep being a nonprofit um, with the state of Utah here. So I uh, appreciate them offering to get back. I'll be recording that commercial sometime during the week, and we'll get that back, uh, that sponsorship back online. Um, won't be doing that tonight, but tonight, tonight, we are going to have our moment of goat, and I think we're always going to have our moment of goat. <laughs> but I really enjoyed that part, that little tiny part of the podcast. I've enjoyed it. I don't know why, but I just love it. Okay, so after our moment of goat here in just a minute. Uh, we'll begin our look at the 11th degree lecture from Magnum Opus by Albert Pike. Uh, that's the 11th degree of Scottish Rite Freemasonry. We're going to uh, take a look at you know, what Albert Pike had to say about the 11th degree, what the lessons are going to be, and we're also going to read again from A Bridge to Light uh, by Rex Hutchins and uh, see what his two cents are on this as well. Uh, if you don't have a bridge to light and you don't have magnum opus, you can get those. And this is a unsolicited, I guess, advertisement for, uh, you can get those for from the Scottish Rite Research Society Library and Bookstore. Uh, pretty nominal fees there. so. Anyway, you look it up. I'm not going to give you the address, but you can look that up on your own. And those are readily available to, for, to the public. Whoever wants to buy them are, are welcome to buy them. Okay? So when we come back, we will uh, plunge into the 11th degree. 
lecture. This is the Universal Freemason Podcast. I'll be right back. Okay, everybody. (laughs) I'm back. I'm back and welcome back. I hope you enjoyed our moment of GOAT. Uh, One thing to add. uh, I want to, uh, and this is really the most important thing I want to tell you tonight on a personal level. Uh, I really want to say thank you for over 7,000 plays of this podcast now since um, March of 2020. Uh, You have played uh, the total, this podcast, a total of 7,000 times. That's between all episodes. So uh, just amazing. Thank you so much. It it means the world to me that you take time uh, to listen here. And I, I hope, I hope, hope, hope with more than anything that after you listen to the podcast, you go away with something different to think about. Uh, maybe see something from a different angle. We're not always going to agree, and I and I understand, um, but that's okay. We don't have to agree on everything. Uh, my opinion on, on things might be a little different than your own, uh, but it's a another perspective. And I would more than I would be more than happy if you wrote me with your own perspective, and I will be able to expand my mind as well. And you know, see what you think and compare it to what I think, and uh, I can learn more as well. So, uh, no, thank you, though, uh, very much. Okay, uh, today, let's start our podcast proper by reading from Brother Rex Hutchins' book, A Bridge to Light, and uh, let's learn his views regarding the 11th degree of Scottish Rite Freemasonry which is also known as the Elu of the Twelve or uh, the Prince Ameth degree. And I hope I pronounced Ameth correctly. Uh, Brother Hutchins writes that the duties of this degree are to, one, be earnest, and two, be the champion of the people. And... Let me pause here for a moment uh, to share what I learned in a leadership course and being um, in a leadership position in in my career. Um, To be the champion of the people as a leader, it's also known as servitude leadership. And that's where you or I, as a leader, put the needs of those whom are working under your guidance before the needs uh, of the entity that you work for as a group. Now, when you're this sort of leader, uh, what semi-naturally happens is since the people under you feel happier and more confident, and you've earned their trust because you are, you are committed to meeting their needs. And this also entails that as you're meeting their needs, you're also telling your boss, the person over you as a leader, 
There's always somebody above, right? You're telling them about all the good works that they've done, and you're making sure that those, the people that are under your guidance know that you are telling others how well they're doing and what a difference they're making. Um, so what happens when they're happier and more confident, and this is all happening nicely, uh, the needs of the entity that you and your people work for, they're being fulfilled without quarrel or indignity. Um, it just happens semi-naturally. You know, you still have to, you know, keep an eye on things and, you know, set a tone that things need to be done. But naturally what occurs, like as I say, because they're happy, because you're happy, Everyone's trusting one another. You're a champion of the people. You are participating in what's called servitude leadership. Things are getting done at, at paces that... It almost amazed me how wonderful it worked out. Things got done a lot quicker. We always met our goals. I, I led a team of seven, and we always met our goals by the end of the month. And uh, they worked hard. And never complain. Never, ever complain. They were happy to do it. Um, but boy, did they ever work hard. <laughs> and I worked hard alongside them. Um, so these needs get taken care of. Now, when people are, when you're not a champion for the people, and, you know, I kind of went on this side of things, too, uh, where I was more a champion for leadership above me, um, and... Uh, you know, the people that you are leading see that as well. And they'll pick that apart in two seconds. All you care about is what your boss wants, making them happy. You don't care about us. And currently, that's the situation that, you know, I'm dealing with um, in my career right now. So what you have, and this, like I say, so then you have this thing where, needs don't get met and nobody cares <laughs> so uh, this degree will tell you so the part of the lesson of this degree of the um 11th degree be a champion of the people be a sir be partake in servitude leadership you will see what i mean when you do it you know you can always read more about it online you can learn how to be a leader by serving it is uh it's amazing what, what you will find out. So, um, and you know, so remember, before you take on leadership roles, remember about servitude leadership. Read about leadership. Take some leadership courses before you are become a worshipful master of your lodge or you're in any kind of role like that. Take those courses. Trust me, it will pay huge dividends, not only for you, but for the people that you're leading, <laughs> you know. And there are differences between being a manager and a leader. There's a totally different things. So, and what I got trapped into when I first got into a leadership role is I didn't know it, but because I was just trying to make my bosses happy and, you know, keep, my, you know, keep your head down and just do what they want, um, you're a manager then. You're not really a leader, okay? So, um it's interesting how that all works. And there's college. Let me just say this, too, before I, I'm going to ramble here. But 
there's university studies about what makes a leader. And these, this has gone on for a very long time. There's names, different leadership. There's all kinds of studies. It's incredible. It's like, how, what is a good leader? And nobody can really ever say. <laughs> so those you think are great leaders, you know, eh, maybe they aren't. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, take some time to learn how to be a champion of the people. Be a champion for those under your guidance. Okay, I will move on now. So, uh, being earnest and uh, being a champion for the people, as Brother Hutchins uh, uh, notes on, on the lessons of the 11th degree of Scottish Rite Masonry, are important. Now, um, let's see, let's take a moment and uh, find out what the lecture says. What did Pike write? Here's what Pike wrote. Let's start here. Pike writes that um, you are to be true to all men. You are to be frank and sincere in all things. You are to be earnest in doing whatever it is your duty to do. And no man must regret that he has relied upon your resolve. No man must regret that he has relied upon your profession and no man must regret that he has relied upon your word. Well, no, <laughs> that's a world I want to live in. <laughs> so um, too many times people give us their word, break it. Uh, people uh, who have a profession, you call them in to do a job for you. They half-ass it, you know. Um, so that's remorse. Uh so let's not be that. Let's live in a world where people can rely on us as people trying to live a Masonic life. Um, we got to be dedicated to our duty, whatever that is. In a previous episode titled Duty or Shipwreck, Pike talked about those that don't do their duty. When you're not duty-bound, and it's like a compass on a ship. If you neglect that compass, you run that ship right into the rocks. So no matter how you feel about those that are above you in life, um, you're given, are on your job, you're given a duty to do. You got to put those feelings aside and do your duty. And if you're duty bound, personalities will not dissuade you from getting your job done and keeping your reputation intact. So remember to keep the personalities aside. If the personalities don't mesh, focus on the duty. And uh, as I say, that is our job as people trying to live Masonic lives and as Freemasons. Uh, you know, and I'll just say, it's easy to rebel when you encounter bad uh, leadership and management. Very easy to rebel. And... Uh, but when you're committed to duty, that rebellion, you can put that aside and just get done what you know needs to be done, and you keep yourself intact. You keep your reputation um, clear. Okay, next, Pike writes this. For it is true now, as it always was and always will be, that to be free is the same thing as to be pious. To be wise is to be temperate and just. To be frugal 
and to be brave, to be the opposite of this, is to be a slave. So being free is some work. We need to be pious. We need to be wise, be temperate and just, frugal and brave. If we don't work towards freedom, and this means freedom from personalities, as I just mentioned. This means keeping your eye on the prize, keeping your, your being duty-bound, keeping your compass to true north. When you can do that and you can work towards this freedom from oppressive personalities, we find that we can, can succeed a lot better. This is part of the 11th degree. And uh, one of the things that I talked about previously, and this was in uh, Morals and Dogma, Chapter 1, um, Albert Pike talked about the 24-inch the gauge. And the 24-inch gauge is how we can divide time in a day in our lifetime. And basically what it was, and this was my, this is mostly my interpretation of it. This is what works for me. So in eight-hour increments, so there's 24 hours in a day, we divide eight into three. And what you find is, is if you have eight hours to dedicate to your job, your work or your career, uh, eight hours for family and Masonic works and also education, that's a lot to fit into the second eight-hour time, but most of that should be for your family. And if you have, for me, and this is for me, I shouldn't say most of it should be for your, but most of it should be, is for my family, is for my wife. Her, taking care of her needs is most important to me. Um, so if I'm spending that eight hours with my wife, that second eight hours with taking care of her needs, make, making sure she's well, getting her through recovery um, from medical procedures and the like, um, and then I have eight hours for sleep, I feel that I'm well-rounded. So, you know, don't overwork. Um, give your job all your effort in that eight-hour time span. Um, if you work 10-hour days, then make it a 10-hour time span. But, you know, give it all your best. But remember, you've got, you've got to have, you've got to, don't, don't beat yourself up if you can't do it all at work. I guess is what I'm saying. Work-life balance is really important. Your mental health will deteriorate if you're too focused on the job. And if you're too focused on one thing at all, um, you know, if your Masonic works can also take a lot of time to do, especially if you're uh, dependent upon in, your, in, in the lodges and things like that. But you know, the, it, saying no shouldn't be a sin. Um, Saying I'm overwhelmed shouldn't be out of the question. Um, there's always another time, and we can make a difference, okay? So remember the rule of eights. Um, but as I, as I said, freedom takes some time, uh, takes some work to acquire. And sometimes that freedom means saying no sometimes, is my point. So... Okay, and in closing, let's read what Pike says about 
uh, masonry and her role in protecting the people. And Pike writes this in Magnum Opus. Masonry will do all in its power by direct exertion and cooperation to improve and inform as well as protect the people. And that means all people. To better their physical condition, relieve their miseries, supply their wants, and minister to their necessities. Let every mason in this good work let every mason in this good work do all that may be done in his power to do. And that means let's look out for each other. <laughs> and let's do that while, uh, while we make the, the, take some time off and before our next podcast. Look out for each other, mason or not. Um, you know, it's a great brotherhood, but remember to be a champion for everybody. Uh, don't, don't have prejudices against people who, who aren't living a Masonic life. Be an example, and uh, that influences other people to live the life that you're doing, that you're living. Uh, be good to each other, you know. Let's, let, let's, um, let's look out for each other and do the best we can to help out, especially in this tough, tough, tough time that we're going through. Uh, as a community right now, okay? So, uh, okay, with that, this episode comes to a close. And uh, I want to thank you again for your time spent here. Please be sure to follow us on uh, Twitter, at UFreemason. And as I mentioned earlier to start the show, um, subscribe to the newsletter uh, for free. Uh, jtasher.substack, S-U-B-S-T-A-C-K.com. Uh, I promise to never bombard your mailboxes there. As I said before, uh, we do not solicit any funds. We don't uh, try to, you know, it's not, you're not never going to get one of those uh, emails from me saying, hey, you can really help us if you did blah, you know. Give us this money. I'm never going to do that to you. Um, these newsletters, I try to keep those about twice a month would be a lot, actually. Um, and that's just to let everybody know what's going on. If I'm running a little late uh, making a new podcast episode, uh, you'll be the first to know what's going on if you're, you know, if you're interested. So um, good way to keep the goings on of what's going on here at Universal Freemason Research Society. So uh, do subscribe to that. My name is J.T. Asher. This has been the Universal Freemason Podcast. Go in peace. So mote it be.